This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Umji Kisten is a transformation coach and self-mastery workshop facilitator. As we approach the end of what has been a difficult year, I thought it would be lovely to have him talk about the bright side of 2020 and also to provide us with tips on strengthening our resilience in response to tough times. Umji, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Therese, absolute pleasure to be back on here with you. What a treat. Umji, the last time you were here was right at the beginning of lockdown when um, things, it was still, we were still in a bit of shock that the country had closed down, that the country had closed down for such a long time, the, the devastation that was initially causing, that lockdown was causing. Um, and I remember you saying that this was an opportunity as well. Tell me how your year has been. Yeah, thank you, Sharice. It's been a mixed year as an overview, and the challenges have been piled on for me and from what I can observe for people across the board. And, you know, if I step back from taking it personal and going, why me, why us, why so long, there can be a blessing in disguise of all of this challenge. And that's pretty much, you know, I focus a lot on mindfulness. And so how can I, in these circumstances, look at the cup as being half full? So it's given me a chance, it's actually given me more clientele, (laughs) believe it or not, because I do transformational coaching and I do empowerment workshops, which in the first few phases I was not able to do. But it translated into me having more one-on-one clientele because people kind of needed more support and people were just, they had no option but to be authentic and to go, actually, I do need support. So I think it's given us as an overview in society a blessing in that we could, although we had to wear masks during lockdown, we had a chance to drop the mask of how we we have been getting by, getting by in life and just doing the bare minimum to get by. People had to kind of dig deeper into their resilience, into how they can adapt. And so, yeah, as an overview, I think it's helped us to build more personal strength, vigor, resilience, emotional intelligence, financial wisdom, uh, social adjustment in a healthy way. Um, yeah, so, so I, I think this is, it's, it's, it's fantastic for South Africa as a country that's, you know, we saw truth and reconciliation happen not that long ago in the history of governance and the history of the country. And we're still kind of recalibrating. This gives us a fresh input as to what are the healthy spaces for me to interact in? Um, what can I support? So I'm, I'm loving, I'm, as an overview, I'm loving the blessing that it is. Yes, she is. Umji, a lot of people have drawn into their kind of creativity, as you're saying. People have found different avenues. But what I think remains, and we're seeing it now with, you know, an increase in numbers, um, uncertainty around December travels, there's been anxiety this year. There's been constant anxiety, worries, continued worries about another lockdown. Um, an economy that's not growing, people still sitting in isolation. How do you deal with all those, I don't know, con- contesting fears? Very practical question, Cherise. The big, the big area for me is 
how can a person give up control and look at adaptability? So quite often we try to figure out what's the best where I can be, what's the best that I can get out of a situation. And that doesn't always involve a win-win and it doesn't always allow a person to support and be supported. So, you know, we live in the land of Ubuntu. I am because we are. And this allows the person to kind of step back from wanting to control because there's less to control to be, to optimize. And there's uncertainty about, um, our province is going to shut their borders. Um, are we not going to be able to fly in and out of the country or out and in back into the country? So there's, there's another layer of uncertainty. And if I stop looking at, um, what can I control and look at what can I adapt to and, and just look at, uh, lateral thinking. If I were to travel, that's where I'd go to. If I weren't able to travel, what would be my backup plan? So instead of being fixed on, I really wish this could happen. What would be my backup plan? And I might need it. I might need a third plan, plan C. Um, so, so, you know, anytime we, we look at things, we look at things from a lateral thinking, then we think out the box, we look at other opportunities, other value that we can get. So we become more creative and innovative. So instead of wanting to control and wanting to know for sure, how can I be flexible and have a plan B and a plan C? And you throughout, you've spoken about you, you, your programs that you offer. I know you do a lot of different things. One of them I know is yoga teaching. Um, I know you do breath workshops. And I wonder if you could just tell me a little bit more about the philosophy of breathing and um, resting, not resting, and there's nothing restful about yoga, uh, just concentrating your energies on your body. Right. Um, so, Cherise, yoga is such a tricky thing to explain to somebody else. In the experience of it, yoga has, it's like an A-frame. The one part is the doing and the other part is letting it happen. And together they support each other. So if we just look at the doing aspect of yoga, then we can work harder than we need to. If we surrender that every posture has a balancing point of doing and letting go, surrendering, uh, relaxing. So similar to breath work, you know, so you might be in a yoga position and you might be breathing short and shallow and you might be connected to your sympathetic nervous system that, that keeps you, that keeps you stressed, anxious, uh, that wastes energy. On the other hand, you could focus on your breath being slow, long and deep. And that helps you relax and calm down. That calms your nervous system. That optimizes your energy. So, um, Yoga, whether we know it or not, the breath work is in the background of it. And once we optimize the breath work, then we can get more out of our yoga. We can understand it, the, the nuances better, be centered in it. And then breath work can be done on its own. So I've actually moved from teaching yoga for, for about a decade on and off to realizing there's actually so many schools and teachers. And I started focusing more on breath work. So these days I'm a, breath coach and a transformation coach. And even when I'm doing transformational coaching, I actually find the breath work is an, is a powerful technology to bring into um, the, the teachings and the practices of uh, transformation coaching. 
So just a simple technique like sighing out relief. We've all heard of the sigh of relief. So I'm, I'm going to just offer on this Friday afternoon, I'm going to offer to to even the, the listeners to maybe just close our eyes. And even Teresa, welcome you to do that as well. Maybe just close your eyes and just notice where the body is not so relaxed. And then as you breathe out, just sigh as you breathe out. It can be a gentle sigh. And you can get slightly more animated through your sound. And just as you are relaxing the body and you notice the shoulders would generally drop as you're breathing out. Relax the tension in the face. Relax the arms. And just allow all the muscles, including the muscles of the legs and the feet, to just become nice and soft. And let's do this for about five more breaths. And this time, let's look at the year that's gone by and let, let it go. It's been what it's been. There's nothing to know any better. We lose energy by trying to go back and look at what's not been right. Can we just let it go with a sigh? Two more. And then just allow your breath to happen on its own. So what's almost definitely happened is that we've calmed the nervous system. When we do that, we're more settled. We're more at one with our state of well-being. And we would quite likely have left behind stuff that we're stressed or anxious or try to fix in our, in our minds. And in this state, we can actually look at which is, so, so let's do another exercise. What would be the most productive thing to do now? What is my highest priority in the next half an hour or hour? And just pause and contemplate that. And take a deeper breath in and out to the side. And let's smile because we are alive. Let's smile because we have opportunity. Let's smile because we are quite likely part of the 10% of the world's population that has um, a device to receive this uh, transmission, that we're sitting in a chair, that we're sitting in a, in a secure roofed house or office, that we have a car to drive, that we have an inner circle that's, that's pretty powerful, and lockdowns prove that we have certain people that have come closer to us during these challenging circumstances. We've spent quality time with people that we really care about. And we've gotten to know ourselves and those people that are close to us, especially if it's um, our families that we've lived with during lockdown. We've got to know each other. We've got to have more authentic relationships we had to learn to adapt and to support each other. So quite often what happens is that we're wired, that the brain is wired to think of what's wrong, what will keep me safe and protected, and we look at what's wrong and what can we fix, what can we do better. So I'm just going to offer one more analogy. Imagine we were all climbing up a mountain, 
and we got to a certain point in the mountain and quite often we look up and we look at the summit and we go, wow, so, so much further to go. Can we just pause where we at, turn around, take a deep breath and look at how far we've come. This for me is the bright side of 2020. How far have we come? How have we been so adaptable, so resilient, so mindful, so strong, having such emotional intelligence, having an innate wisdom that has carried us through this most challenging time? Society has never been like this anywhere on the globe, and we've come through it. So there's so much to look at in the bright side. We don't always pause, and that's why breathwork and mindfulness can actually help us pause and just look at how far we've come, what we've achieved. I'm going to just leave it there, Cherise. Um, it's amazing that that short exercise that you did, just the breathing and the sighing. I know I am so much more relaxed. You are having a workshop um, this weekend. Do you want to talk about that before we say goodbye? Yes. So on the 5th and 6th, I have uh, two workshops that uh, overlap very nicely into each other. The, the first one on the Saturday is called Release the Past. So it is about releasing that which has been uh, heavy and burdening about 2020. And even before, sometimes we might have had grief or trauma or um, stuff that we've just not dealt with optimally and shaken off. So that's the Saturday workshop. And then the Sunday workshop is Breath Power. And both of them have got technology and steps that just takes one deeper into how we can release that which does not serve us and use techniques to empower us so we replenish, we rejuvenate, and we've got some amazing practices to take um, towards our holiday period. And the more we practice, the more we get out of it and how we can start the new year in a refreshed, rejuvenated way. So release the past on Saturday, breath power on Sunday. It's on the 5th and the 6th of December. Um, the link to these workshops is on my Facebook page called Wellness with Omji. Omji spelled A-U-M-J-I. And if somebody did not catch that, my my number is 073-294-3064. I would really encourage people joining a workshop like this because it's simple, practical tools of how we can how, of how we can deal that which has been challenging and actually flip that around and to start to strive in a strong way to, to build. And we, there's a part of what's happening in life that's, that's us creating and we create with this, these workshops help us create a stronger platform and foundation and practices to move into an empowered future. On that incredibly beautiful note, Unji, thank you so much for joining me. That was Life Coach and Breath Workshop, Unji Kustin. Just before I say goodbye, let me tell you about the following. Ideal Furnishers in Bramley are having Black Friday specials all week. Save up to 25% discount on quality brand base sets. KIC 60cm Thermo Oven is 2999. Save 1,500 Rand. White High Sense Bar Fridge is only 1,999 Rand. A Lazy Boy Recliner, only 6,099. Save 2,000 Rand. More specials in store. 
call Ideal Furnishers on 011-887-5456 or visit their website www.idealfurn.co.za.